Welcome to the XYZ Podcast. I am your millennial producer, Tony. Joining me, as always, are our other hosts, Gen X Brian. Hello, everybody. And Gen Z Winston. Yo. Gen Sex Brian. That's Gen Call me out. Call me out right at the beginning. <laughs> oh. I want to say it is it is good to see you since I was removed from the uh, the end of the last podcast due to a power outage of my neighborhood. So, yeah, there was a quick blip and and the the Wi-Fi did not recover in time. So sorry about that, man. And have you guys been outside like it is hazy as all get out. Our friends from Canada are still sending poor air quality down here to the south. I got a notification on my phone and it was just like, hey, air quality is bad. And that's when I was like, yeah, I'm just going to go back indoor. I mean, I was going to say it doesn't affect me because I don't go outside. (laughs) I wasn't going outside in the first place. (laughs) That's right. Yeah. Um, All it did, it made me feel a little bit better for not going outside. It is hot as get out, though, out there. Oh, my gosh. It's terrible. Yeah, I I, I got I got in my car earlier and I had to roll all the window down just so I can breathe a little bit. It was just so like, you know, you don't you hate that feeling when it's like super hot out and then you open your car door and it's just like a freaking sauna in there. But I thought because you grew up in Vietnam where it is hot and wet. What do you think it's going to be like tonight? It's going to be hot and wet. That's nice if you're with a lady, but it ain't no good if you're in the jungle. It's still hot. I mean, I can't do anything about that, but it's not sticky. Which is <laughs> well, great. no, you cannot do anything about that. It's yeah, yeah. It's but like no, I grew up. I grew up up north, and it doesn't mean I like the cold. That's why I moved here. Yeah, <laughs> that's hilarious. Um. So okay, I got I got an interesting topic to to ask you guys about. Uh, yeah, it's, this here. is this is this is new too. It's in the airwave, as as the kids say. Uh, you guys ever heard of NPC fetish? Okay. Before <laughs> I know what an NPC is, and I know what a fetish is. And I do. I do. T- I actually do too. But yeah. I've never, I never heard them combined. Hang on. Before we go forward, though, <laughs> this is where I always find fascinating. Where, where is it? Should I assume that this is what's trending on the TikTok? Yes, it is. It is what is currently trending on a TikTok. <laughs> yeah, should we play reverse, reverse game and sh- should we try to guess what it is <laughs> yeah let's do that let's let's start out okay with a guess. i i yeah. never get to play this yeah brian you go first what yeah okay so i know and this is funny i think i knew this before but the the way i i still know it is it was used in jumanji an npc a non-player character is that right non-playing um, character non-playable character playable okay right not pliable character got it so (laughs) that's the people in the background or the the people that you know send you you know they they can't do anything you can't play as them essentially yeah right so a fetish okay so you can't play as them and then a fetish for that Uh uh-huh I don't know enough about video games. If this this was back in the Laura Croft days, I would say it had something to do with that. But no, she I guess she was a playable character, right? She was a playable character. Right. I think okay. that's just a normal women fetish, right? I mean, it's Laura Croft with her triangular <laughs> Right. <laughs> yeah. Did she do it before Madonna? I'm not sure. <laughs> Does Winston even get that reference? Also, I I'm not sure. I don't. Oh, okay. So okay. Yeah, we're not well, going to go down. Let's oh. let's let's keep <laughs> on this. Do we want to go down Madonna. this road? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not suggesting a a Madonna side quest at this point. Okay. Right. So that being okay. said, about Laura Croft, it is is it is it is there a particular sexy non-player character out there that people are into? Well, that's always a thing, right? I mean, like Tony, you tell me we can even talk about this, but Rule Thirty Four. I was just. <laughs> 
right? So <laughs> no, again, we didn't go to the down. Do the we need to explain? We, yeah, do we, we need to? Ex- not right now. Also, okay. So Tony, what's your guess? <laughs> oh boy! All right. Well, being that it's hold on, hold on. Sorry, before you say anything, I want everyone to know we are completely sober right now. <laughs> This is just oh, the type of conversations yeah. that happen on an evening. Yeah. That's it. Um, yeah. All right. So go on, Tony. My guess would be non-playable character plus fetish is an attraction towards boring people. Oh. It's just like it's just like, hey, you can't. They don't non-playable characters. You can't really do anything. You don't. They don't interact much. They do the one thing, and that's it. And right. so, like, maybe somebody's. Maybe that's what somebody's interested in. People got the hots for maybe the postman. Perhaps he does the yeah. same job every day. Probably. Makes a good that, living. That's a good guess. It's a okay. good. It's a, it's really close, but that's not what it is. Um, did you answer? Did you answer my question though? Is this is this what's bubbling up on the TikToks? Yeah, yeah, okay. I did. So, gotcha. so I, okay. <laughs> well, what what I wanted to say was, I think it's it's now trending in the American TikTok. This has been around for a while. It was just okay. not in our neck of the woods. I think it. I think it started in Japan. I mean. Her always weird things started out in Japan. Um, a lot of video games there. That makes sense. Exactly. And so uh, I have this article pull up here and the headline is what is TikTok viral NPC fetish and uh, the new streaming kink explain. Uh, so <laughs> streaming kink. huh? Yeah. So so I'll, I'll give some background first. So a few days ago, there is this girl. I think she is about my age. I think she is 23, 24, something like that. So she went viral because somebody had grabbed a screen recording of her TikTok live and then posted it to Twitter where it caught on fire and went viral. The caption was, I've never been more confused in my entire life. (laughs) And so you see her standing there. She have a blonde wig on. She's wearing a blue dress. In one hand, she have a hair straightener. And in the hair straightener, you see popcorn. So on on the side (laughs) of the table... On the side of the table, there is a little bowl of unpopped corn. So just regular kernels, corn, gotcha. kernels. Yeah. She then grab it, put it in the iron and just heat it until it pops. And while it's heating, she would then read comments. And if people are donating to her, she is reacting to that information in a NPC like way. Some of the stuff what, that- like she's got like what five stock responses that she says. No. Yes, essentially. But there are several different things she could say the path so, is headed is dangerous take yeah, these you yeah know, like well, well not like that the so path of head is dangerous take these they're wow. more like yeah it's i'm not kidding with you brian that's exactly how she sound like but her sentences are a lot shorter so one of them is <laughs> yes 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 so she say yes three times she'll be like yes 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 uh and then she'll go gang gang and what does then, that mean just gang gang i don't know what it means it's just whatever she's she's saying it's part of her npc dialogue we don't know right? wait it's is she's getting what views for this money for this so get this when she barely had views before but then when she went viral on twitter she now gained even more viewers and then i'll, I'll get that i'll get into that in a little bit more but let me let me say some more stuff that she would say so one of her viral like catchphrase was uh <laughs> this is so weird uh, yeah her viral catchphrase is ice cream so good and then she'll proceed to lick and it'll, it'll be like like that now, so now we're in like, the asmr territory yeah essentially essentially and she'll say she'll say something along those lines and then uh if somebody donates to her she'll then be like i got your name and then she says she'll write it down and so off screen you see her writing it down <laughs> that's her kill list 
<laughs> exactly. So essentially, what's happening Sucker. here? What's what's happening here is she is upon first watch, you wouldn't understand it unless you really pay attention. But what's happening here is she is responding to all the <laughs> responding to all the donation. And I'm gonna show the video to you guys in a bit here. But she's responding to all the donations she's getting. So essentially, she's making money doing right. this. So she goes on what TikTok, Instagram, TikTok, whatever. TikTok live. TikTok has a live. Tic- okay, TikTok mm-hmm. live, right? And, and so starts filming herself popping yep. popcorn with a hair straightener, yep, or mm-hmm. curling iron, yep, and and saying NPC phrases like yep. yes, 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 and gang, gang, gang. gang. Yeah. Ice cream so good. So if there was a if somebody donate and an ice cream emoji pop up. She's going to say ice cream so good because that's a donation. How Okay, there, how much he, money is she making? This is insane. At the moment, she's making two to four thousand dollars per stream. My question is, why would you donate? Because people <laughs> like if hear you it. listen, if you want to hear the phrase, let somebody else give them money. Like, why and would you throw your own money in? Yeah. And there are people that want to hear the phrases. So somebody is out here paying for it. And the people that pay for it are the one with the fetish. So that's where the fetish come in. And so according to this article here, so it has been compared by commenter to online sex work. Uh, Others are saying it's dehumanizing to the creator and expressing concern. First of all, why did she why did she start doing this in the first place? What does she look like? First of all, Uh, she looks good. She's she's hot. Okay, I would definitely say she's hot. So she clearly Um, has not a lot of marketable skills, but she came up with saying three phrases and popping popcorn with a hair straightener. Yeah. And so, so it says oh here, NPC gosh. streamer, mostly commonly found on TikTok, seemingly worked to emulate the characteristic of a video game NPC primarily through repetitive actions and dialogue. Bob well, it is a writer's strike, so there's not yeah. any material. Uh, does everybody involved in this know that one, you could just go buy a video game and interact with an NPC, and it's well, a one time. It's a one-time cost. Why are you but paying Tony, this woman to say something? I don't, the girl I don't with understand. The pop- screen record it. For goodness sakes, take a five-minute yeah. screen recording, get your phrases, and then don't ever pay again. Like, hang on. I'm going to propose a theory. Are there um, that many lonely people out there? Yes. Yes. And well, remember, yeah. I mean, rem- yeah. remember, it started in Japan. That's why it's so normal. But this article <laughs> says many have suggested that people with control or coercion kinks may be using the content to fulfill their certain desire particularly the idea of controlling their own doll or video game character. But they're not controlling it because if it's an NPC, you don't actually have any control over that character. So hey, technicality, technicalities, right? So this is her here. She's she looks good. She's again, again, Tony, does Winston know this is not a visual podcast? I'm not sure. Uh, We're going to have a counter. We're going to start like pinging them. But yeah, this is her. here. She's she's pretty attractive. (laughs) This is the clip that made her viral. Coconut so good balloon. It's grab, the pop pop grab, pop pop. Coconut so good. Grab grab grab. She's like grab, a discount grab. Cardi B, grab. which is already discounted in my opinion. You can you can see why it's a fetish thing for sure. Thank you, Shelby. Fire 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 fire. It's annoying. It's like it, shut it up. Like that's okay. Yeah, uh, to- Tony, I it fear for you like, tomorrow. Yeah, it sounds like she's just trying to emulate. Mm-hmm. You know, just like an AI speech to text as she's yeah. reading the nonsense that people are just spamming in the comments. It's that. That's and what it you know, like. when people play like Japanese RPG, like JRPG, a lot mm-hmm. of the time, like you can spam a person to say certain things, and I think that's what it's 
being imitated here. Like they they walk into a corner and just keep stuttering or something. I, yeah, man. like if you keep spamming a certain button while you're talking to a character, it's gonna make them say certain thing. Or if you keep hitting them <laughs> while they're talking, they'll just keep repeating the sentence. But, it's just so strange. It's just like every level you go, it's harder and harder to be like, okay, I get that. Yeah. Like you start with okay, attractive girl on TikTok. I understand why people want to watch. Yeah. Two. There's a shortage of them, apparently, huh? (laughs) Right. You pay to get them to say something that you want to hear. Yeah. Okay, I understand that. She only has a small, small selection of phrases that she'll say. I'm going, ah. Just in the few seconds you played, that was annoying. Like, seriously. You're starting to lose me already. And then you're saying, oh, and then there's a bunch of dudes that are paying for it now. I'm just going, yeah why and when they they do do pay she writes their names down so there's that actual connection of like i did that's weird man and i think it has to be a certain amount of money that being paid to get her to write your name down (laughs) right those those are the big donors yeah those are those are the big losers with the tier one donor tier tier one losers (laughs) so so here's the funniest part the funniest part is you can actually see who is donating the most and i kid you not one of the highest donator in her live stream is nobody other than Timbaland. You know what he's going to do? He's going to steal those and make those I, beats, those it samples. Would be great. It would be great if he does. But yeah, he's Justin Timberlake's new album will have all of her. All of her <laughs> you just hear, yes, yes, yes. The hooks. Ice cream, so good. <laughs> but yeah, That's he's right. in there. And then the second most donated. Um, is donator, it actually him? It's like confirmed by people too. Oh, gosh. Um, but the second most, the mo- second most uh, donor is uh, a another producer from from Atlanta, ATO Jacob. He was the producer on Future Last Album. Through this thing going viral, caught on like wildfire here on TikTok. So there's I'm of course there's probably so if somebody's like she's making money. Yep. I'm going to do the same thing. So now exactly. there's a whole bunch of yeah. American oh mm-hmm. my gosh. But the so thing I, is they're not good. They're not good at them. A lot of them like she Well, if that was the pinnacle, the that was annoying game. as hell. Right, but that's, <laughs> that's the craziest part is she's at the top of the game. Like she is like the Michael Jordan of NPC fetish right now. Right. But this this whole thing isn't new. Like this has already been in Japan for a while. I did follow a, a bunch of different like creator on TikTok who are from Japan and they do the same thing. Um, not per se repeating the same uh, sentence, but they'll have a catchphrase that they'll latch onto and that will be their whole brand. I've seen some cool stuff on there, you know, that's been sent, but like I have no, I, I just, I don't know. I'd, I'd lose my faith in humanity if I jumped on there, but right. there was a, there was an Instagram video that like somebody was walking behind this guy filming and he was like this lanky dude and yeah. he was walking like you were in a video game, like um, as if you were following here and he's like yeah. zipping down the beach and like using all the movements that like a video game character was he, like was, jumping so. and stuff too. Yeah. 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 yeah that, that's probably a GTA like reference. That's yeah. what it looked like he was emulating. Yeah. Right. That's the whole thing. Um, <laughs> Winston, you got to figure out your you're, you're combing the international TikToks. What can what can we make you the next star of? I don't know. I got to get it because I'm not right. paying. I'm not paying any money to see you say yes, yes, yes. <laughs> repetitively in a tank. Top. But that's what that's <laughs> what I was going to say was this Japanese guy that I follow on TikTok. His name is Satoyu0704. He is now known as uh, Ohio boss because a, a while back there was a joke about like everything being in Ohio is just terrible. I mean, Mid, it's, not a right? it's not a yeah. it's not a joke, but it's yeah. not a joke. Yeah, it is. It's just terrible. It's Ohio. All right. There but, you go, Tony. <laughs> Cleveland's off. They're they're yeah. no longer. They just switched um, off their radios. But, <laughs> but that's, that's yeah, fine. they still using radio because. Yep. 
WKRP <laughs> in Cincinnati, they, they're also they haven't gotten internet yet. Um, but yeah, so he he now became on on TikTok, he became known as the Ohio final boss because in one of his live stream, he was saying Ohio, which mean good morning in Japanese. And people were like, Oh, Ohio, he's from Ohio. So he did the Americans. Yeah, he became known as Ohio boss because he would then say made in Ohio. And he'll say it in like the, like the most Japanese accent ever. And it's like imitating anime characters. Cause I think made in heaven or something like that is a phrase from an anime. And he just then changed it to made in Ohio. And the guy, <laughs> blown up so now he's okay, having so, american fans and everything and he did a collab with um mr beast so he came to the u.s recently yeah who's mr beast oh Ooh, god okay Tony knows who mr beast is i do know who mr beast is oh yeah. okay is this um, do we are we starting brian's listening list is yeah, that I, this might be you can you can explain to him what mr beast is he's uh, a very popular very rich youtuber he will do uh, uh all sorts of videos so like, he's not a, take, he's not take, like a musician or an artist he's not he's, no no he's a he's a youtube a creator? content creator yeah um better than he, he does a lot of things with ridiculous sums of money yeah um i watched one where he took a hundred people put them in i think it was mall of america like the <laughs> largest mall in america in minnesota and, yeah minnesota and said you have 24 hours to hide we're playing hide and seek and me and my five other friends are going to go look for you. Yeah. And if we find you, you're out. And everyone who's left after 24 hours is going to share $10 million. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Something that's a like, sick amount of money along, to be tossing yeah. around for a game. Or I'm guessing it's all from like ad revenue and things like that. That's I'm the not thing. Sure where it's he... not from ad revenue, but essentially he's barely making money. He's getting people to sponsor <laughs> him to make all of these videos. And then he'll like take a small end of whatever amount of money that he's making. Mm. And that's how he's able to keep himself afloat. But everything else that he's putting on to these video are sponsored by somebody else. So like another challenge he would do, Brian, is he'll be like, all right, uh, I gather five of my friends here. Uh, I'm going to tell them to all put their hands on this Lamborghini. And the last person to take their hands off, get a free Lamborghini. Well, yeah, that's been like a radio station car promotion yeah, tactic for years. Exactly. But that's huh, um, okay. Another one was he sold a house for a dollar. That was kind of insane. Like he put up, a, he bought a house, put up a sign and said, this house is a dollar. And whoever agrees to buy it for a dollar gets the entire house. Yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah, because somebody's like, seriously, what's the catch? Yeah, that, that's the exactly catch? what they said in the video. It's like, what's the catch here? No, like, there's no catch, man. You get the house for a dollar. And so people were just like, that's insane. Uh, recently, he also did like a bunch of good stuff. Like he cured uh, a bunch of blind people. Um, that's what? what I was just I was just looking that up to see exactly what was happening. Is that here. true? Um, mm -hmm. He yeah. spent a lot of money to get hearing aids for a thousand deaf yeah. people. He uh -huh. spent money for a thousand blind people. Man, okay. Well, this yeah. dude's doing some good with his money. That's yeah. that's I was going to say that the thing that fascinates me about these flash in the pans. So seriously, how long are people going to be paying non-player girl to say, you know, three phrases over and over? Once you have a hit or you have attention, then then how do you maintain that? Because that seems novel as is all get out. Yeah. I mean, so I mean you know ride that wave as long as you can. Yeah. And then but here's the yeah. thing, you will always have a core audience. She probably won't average two to four thousand dollar per stream anymore, but she will still have somebody consistently giving her money for it, like just some weirdo <laughs> in a basement. In five um, months from now, she'll have four phrases to her the, name, and that's that's the, the extent of her. 
she's if she's riding this wave where she's consistently getting money and attention she could start an only fan next and that's probably how she'll get even more money because uh. i think that's what happened when a lot of like these internet girls get fame is like oh my 15 minutes running out well let's just throw in an only fan link and make as much money as i can right now and then my goodness after that, yeah after that i don't know what happens it's still a little too early to to know what happened at the end of a influencer lifespan yeah. yeah. Oh, I've got a I got a quick story about an influencer. Oh, that's right. Yeah. 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 This is this was weird. It, it is the best I can say it. The whole the whole influencer thing is weird to me. I was I was at a show this weekend, working a show, and there were was a table of girls there that looked a little slightly out of place from the normal crowd there. Mm-hmm. There was also a photographer roaming around. Come to find out that this table of girls and photographer. The photographer was hired by this table of girls to take pictures of them having a good time at this show. Some friends there who had a better vantage point of the situation than I did and were telling me all about it. And they're like, yeah, this guy would get, you know, have them in frame to take a picture. And they had their lights situated on the table as such as to give them the best look. Mm-hmm. And then as photographer dude would like start to take a picture, they would then engage as if they were having fun talking, laughing, smiling, pointing, whatever. And then when he would put the camera down, they'd go back to scrolling their phones. And then when he'd come around again, they would they would look like they were having a good time at this event. They're making stock photos or what? It Could seemed be. almost seemed like it. But my friend who who watched more of it than I saw was like, yeah, they were influencers. That word just bothers me. Content creators, fine. But influencer bothers the hell out of me. They're like, That's yeah, why we're influencing, bro. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Don't worry if it's good or not. Yeah, but it's just the whole thing in my the just the questions of like one, how I would feel like a complete freaking loser if I hired a photographer to come take pictures, stage semi-staged pictures of that right. uh, yeah. at that of me and my friends, and then to like you know, we're posting these. We are telling people what we are doing and looking what a good time we're having. I mean, I get it as a successful promotional tool, but to me, I don't know. Like there, there, there would have used to been shame in doing that. People would have been freaking embarrassed to go out in public and have a photographer follow them around. That would have been embarrassing. I think about that a lot, just watching content in general. You see people out in public filming something. Yeah. yeah. It's just like, I mean, I don't have a problem being in front of people like on a stage or anything, but walking down the street or in a public place, sitting in a restaurant, trying to film something for your online channel. Yeah, just sort of fills me with a sense of anxiety. Just okay, okay. So, Winston, what about you? So, uh, what I was gonna say is, here we get the cascade of generations. Totally, I personally, I feel shame about it because I don't, I don't like being perceived by people. Which is right. weird. We talked about is, that. Yeah. This is I mean, what we're doing now, right? Like it's it's totally me being perceived. Well, I mean, it's but just you're in a private voices. space. It's yeah. just us. You're, Nobody yeah, knows that you're six foot four with a blonde afro and like ripped. So I mean, that's that's fine. <laughs> um. Yeah. No. Totally. So it's like it's like I don't like being perceived, but those people are definitely a product of their environment because I think a lot of those people who don't do stuff like that are currently living in say like LA and New York where or their mom's basement <laughs> yeah, probably where content creation is a very normal part of life and so a hype for, house perhaps yeah Jake shout out Jake Paul um <laughs> no, so for, never know that I see like I'm removed enough but I still know who that guy is I, I, we, um, we're not gonna endorse him <laughs> right but but it's just like it's just like they they know if they were to walk around with cameras and vlogging and stuff 
it's totally normal and people just accept it as that especially in LA where like all these YouTubers and uh, retired viners as they call them lives it's like it's <laughs> those are millennials normal. I believe is what those are also called <laughs> <That is> <laughs> retired um, viners yeah but but yeah like I, I definitely think like I can't do it especially considering where I live and then also the people I hang around with and I feel like I mean if if I hang around a bunch of people who are consistently going outdoor with their cameras and just making content I too would then fall into the loop and just be like hey, I mean if they do it I can do it it's like there's no shame nobody's judging anybody you here's the I mean? thing I, I I go I go let's say Let's say I'm waiting for the train, right? I'm on the train platform. My buddy's across the platform and I start doing a TikTok dance. Oh, see why is clearly obviously that would be so cringy. But why is is it? I guess because I'm not young and 20 something and wearing a sports bra. Is that is that the difference? Is that the differentiator? I suppose so. I suppose. (laughs) And it's it's so funny you said that there was this video of Addison Ray, who was a huge TikToker. She got famous for doing TikTok dances. It was a paparazzi filming, which is insane. They, They got paparazzi following tiktok stars um what's that that's like d-list c like what the d z-list z-list yeah Yeah, that's um but she was totally in la and she she i guess she had left a restaurant so she's standing there making a tiktok and then these little kids come up like oh my god addison can i get a photo with you i want a photo with you addison and she totally was like yeah one second let me just finish this tiktok and then she clicked record and started dancing (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then it stops she walks up pick up her photo it was like yeah let me let's take a photo she would just start oh posing in front of the camera. and i'm just like it's almost like second nature to her i have a friend who is into putting stuff on tiktok or instagram and things like that and it's just like been on some some trips and things with her where she's like hey can we stop over here at this spot because it looks good and she, like just to stop in public where there's people trying to walk past and stuff and to hold up everybody while she's trying to take a picture and like jump in or what I just like, I just like, just knock it off. Keep walking. Like this oh is, gosh. this is not a, I, you can take a, you can take a, just a normal picture, like on your I, way past, like we don't need to future. hold up everybody. <laughs> uh, it's it. And it's not even me. It's not even me in the picture. Yeah. It's just like, I'm one step removed and I'm going to just stop, just keep moving. You're you're embarrassing me and I'm not the one standing there like that. So right. Is that it? They don't they don't they don't possess that I'm this embarrassed, or is it I'm gonna make some money doing that? I, I just I, I don't I mean understand. she's not making money, it's just for her and her close circle of friends that are seeing it online. Yeah, I know that's but... see, that's weird because it's like if you're not <laughs> if you're not an influencer, why are you going above to do all this? You know, if you're gonna but stop listen, traffic, Addison, you better be back. Addison money. Ray also had to start somewhere. That is true. You, so you can't just do it because I have a million followers. You yeah, have to build up to the million followers. 10. That is true. That is true. I mean, that's what we're doing here, right? I mean, we're all starting somewhere. Right. Well, this is this is this is more turning into like what a sociological overview of of social media and yeah. how Brian thinks Generation Z is going to be doomed. And... Um, I'll, I'll tell you this though. I I had back when I was in high school, or I had just recently graduated high school. I would do something similar to your friend. It's not it's not per se. Hey, let's stop there and do this thing. I would be hanging out with friends and we would just sit and talk or something. And if a funny joke happened or something, I'll be like, hold on, guys, retell it on my phone. Say that again. And then I turn my camera on. And even if it's like if it's like a comedy thing, like if it's an actual action, I'll be like, do that again. I got my phone out. 
Take two. <laughs> and I'm We're reporting this time. for a while. All of my friends was cool with doing it. And at one point, it got real sick. They're like, shut that shit off, man. I'm not doing it again. <laughs> We're, yeah. We're sick of participating uh, in Winston's reenactment yeah. theater. Yeah. <laughs> and you were like, one time we were like, I remember we were leaving to go watch a movie. They had done something hilarious. I was like, wait, wait, wait. Do that again. And I pulled my phone out. And it was like, bro, where are you fucking late for this movie? Let's go, man. <laughs> That's it. You know, Brian, whenever the, whenever the AI uprising happens and the robots yeah. take over all of the, the manual jobs, that's the only thing we'll have left is our creativity, mm-hmm. you know? All right, man. The weird thing about TikTok is it's like the there's somebody who's creative and then you've got everybody else's take on it. I saw Vine a little bit. You had the, you had the people that had their shtick, but it wasn't like people constantly ripping off it's not even ripping off it's just like oh this is this one idea i'm gonna do this my version of it and i also think because vine was short like it was six seconds you have a very limited window and what you can do to go viral or be funny so i think that's why like there was a lot more creativity when it comes to vine and and all that vine i mean it was funny like i caught i guess the tail end of vine and it seemed to be loved and then they killed it and was like well that was weird like, why'd you kill something everybody loved? Who bought up Vine? Twitter. Twitter. And what'd yeah. they do with it? They made what? They shut it down. Yeah. I don't even know why. It was insane. <laughs> yeah, like, they bought it, and then shortly after, they're like, yeah, we're just going to go ahead and shut this thing down now. Oh, I can't even blame Elon Musk for that. That was before yeah. him, I guess. Yeah, it was yep. Jack, whatever his name is. Jack, Jack Dorsey, that's right. Winston, are you on, on threads yet? I am. I... <sighs> I, sh- I got on threads pretty early. I got on it. <laughs> well, it came day. out like last week. So I think I think well, I got it the day of. I got it the day okay. of. Yeah. That's way early. I suppose and, in internet time, that's super early adopter. Yeah, exactly. And um, kind of regret it. Not going to lie. It's kind of sucks. <laughs> See, that's funny because I don't have Twitter because as I've said before, and everyone seems to confirm it's a cesspool of My toxic platform negativity <laughs> and Threads was just like a, a another version of that. So I had no more, interest in that. It was definitely a more family friendly version, I think. But again, everybody was writing those articles on the first day. I mean, who knows yeah. until, you know, all the right wing groups, you know, decide to join and, and the Russians, they got their accounts so they can, you know, spread disinformation. Yeah, but what? OK, so because I what I what I saw was generally positive about it. it Here's I, Winston's hot take. Here's my hot take. It's an awful app. Um, <laughs> half of the people that got on that app were people that came from Twitter. And then the other half are people who never uses Twitter and was like, hey, I use Instagram. Let's try this thing out. And then got on it and just treat it as Instagram, which is like not what you're supposed to do. <laughs> like I got on thread for funny stuff, for funny information and stuff like that. I don't care if you freaking got lunch today with your best friend. Are we don't back to status your... updates, Tony? Yeah, yeah, full circle. And had a panini don't... today. It was yeah. amazing. Yeah, and they'll post a photo along with it. I'm just like, yeah, <laughs> you guys don't use Twitter. You have gotten you have gotten roasted like ten different times. So were um, the people that 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 joined from Twitter were they like giving Twitter the middle finger and like, ah, oh, I'm now a Threads, you know, user. I, think, I can bid I Twitter think goodbye. That's what it was. I think that's that's what it was. Was they were like, hey. Uh, Elon Musk is being annoying and he totally limited our views. They're like, we can only see six, 600 tweets a day. Are you kidding me? And then immediately <laughs> he's on concerned. You have a problem. Yeah. They hopped on this new platform and we're just like, 
all right, yeah, we can work with this. And then half halfway through the day, they're just like, yeah, this app sucks. And then everybody just hopped right back on Twitter because they realized <laughs> and complained about threads. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah, and complained about threads. And Elon Elon shut off the the rate limits, and everyone's like, all right, well, we're back to normal. I guess this is cool. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg is still a dickhead. Uh, once you made a thread account, you're not allowed to delete it. Oh yeah, and unless you delete your Instagram. unless you delete your Instagram. That's right. Is, yeah. So now you, I'm stuck with a thread account. <laughs> I skipped Twitter. I skipped Instagram. I'm skipping Threads. I think we should bring back Google Plus. I feel like that would be a- <laughs> hey, Google, Google Hangouts. Google nice. Hangouts. Oh yeah, hey, man, nice. Hangouts was great. Google Plus. Yeah, that was. Uh, you were like, while we're at it, let's let's late. bring back Uvu too. The, What's because, Uvu? Oh, you guys don't know about Uvu. You serious? I, Uvu I, it sounds was, familiar, but Uvu was essentially maybe. It came after Skype and it was a video messaging app where it was kind of like the first place where you can video call multiple people at the same time. Hmm. So group FaceTime, essentially. Think they went out of business? It sounds like a drug. Ask your doctor about Uvu. (laughs) Once Um, daily Uvu (laughs) will get rid of your um, (laughs) But it was it was discontinued in 2017. So, yeah, I I guess they they totally went out of business. It was a flash in the pan. Yeah. Yeah, I think Google Hangouts took over at that time, and they were like, "Well, I guess we lost," and then just tossed in the towel. <laughs> we lost yeah. to Google. Yeah, exactly. There's there's a lot of old apps I would love to bring back. Like I I feel like at least from like my my generation, I w- I would love for Yahoo Chat to make a return. Like you what? Guys remember, yeah, not, you guys- not Yahoo AOL. I never well, had AOL. Well, That's yeah, AOL thing. was that was the, that was the case. AOL Instant Messenger. That was yeah. that was the first one. I uh, this is weird, and you guys probably won't believe this, but I, I never was an AOL customer. So you didn't get mail. You got mail. I did not. Not <laughs> no. electronic mail. I still got it in the mail. Do you? Okay, so Tony, I, gotta, I was gonna say I gotta ask Winston this question. Okay. Did you know huh. you used to get the internet in your mailbox? What? Seriously? <laughs> that sounds like a riddle. How do you, yeah. how do you get the internet yeah, that's in your what, mailbox? That's exactly AOL, used to, AOL used to send you a CD-ROM that says, here is 200 free hours of AOL internet on oh, this CD-ROM. Dial-up. How? Is that is that a real thing? Like, that's how you access the internet? So you have to remember that the internet and the World Wide Web are two different things to begin with. Uh-huh. Those are not interchangeable words, even though people right. use them as such. The yeah, internet. Yeah. What is... about when we call it the interwebs? <laughs> interwebs. Yeah, yeah, that's just wrong. Yeah, <laughs> funny but wrong. Uh, the internet is the network that connects different computers and systems together. The uh-huh. World Wide Web is what most people think of as the internet, where you go to a website mm. and you the information choose. superhighway. Yeah. yeah, the World Wide Web looked very different 15, 20 years ago. Right. from what you think of it as today. It used to be a closed structure. So you would go to, most pe- for most people, it was AOL, or you would mm-hmm. go to whatever that provider was, right. and you could access a portion of the World Wide Web from them. So you would get your dial-up sounds. No. Insert those right here. Insert the sound. Right. Yeah. You get all your noise, and then you would connect to... America Online, uh-huh. and that's where you would get your. You've got mail noise. What if I, what if I want to connect to Europe but, Online? Then what? or Vietnam Online? Yeah, or Vietnam Online. <laughs> they didn't VOA. have. They didn't have no. internet. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but yeah. from A, but from AOL, you could access like AOL News and mm. AOL Weather and AOL Mail. 
or AOL Instant Messenger. So you would get all of your information through that company, Mm -hmm. but you couldn't just go to everywhere on the World Wide Web. You Mm. could only access what AOL allowed you to access. Well, back to your point, though, about the the, in your mailbox, the amount they would send. They had these disks everywhere. Checkout counters. They would send you them because the Internet was new. Mm. So, of course, people are slow to adopt. So they AOL's probably spent millions Mm. sending out CDs to people's houses. And like Tony said, yeah, you got to cut, you know, free 200 hours. Which you you'd put it in your disk, your inner your your computer, and then you could connect d- through dial-up, and and then you could access the internet. So after two hundred hours, can I just put in a new disk and then still get another two hundred hours? You probably had to sign up by that point. So AOL um, was like hmm. your internet service provider. Was it an ISP? I'm talking to my I rear. I'm not sure if that's true. So I'll have to fact check that. Yeah, let me fact check you. On yeah, that, that, that sounds yeah. right, but it's <laughs> it just sounds, sounds right. Yes. So back to back to you getting a, a, an account without having one, Brian. How does that work? Oh, I never did. I never yeah. had. I never had an AOL account. By the time I got my own computer, mm-hmm. um, it was the late '90s and cable internet was a thing oh right. and so yeah cable modem was like the jam i i had downloaded enough stuff over you know people's computers and you would try and download an album and uh-huh. you might get like a song overnight because i mean we're talking like bits at a time these things are going over your phone line so it would take forever mm. to download something yeah so when i finally got my own computer and, and really started getting online cable was available as cable right. internet and that was fantastic that was the fast internet right Oh, lightning fast. Yeah. I mean, you could download stuff quickly. You're like, yeah, it only take three hours to download. No, yeah. So a song would take, you know, a couple of minutes. I mean, nowhere near where we are today. But like dial up is it it would be funny to (laughs) put a group of Gen Z's on dial up for 24 hours. Like if they can. well, that's why <laughs> AOL gave you 200 hours because it took you 10 minutes to download. Oh, just that's to true. View imagine, one imagine trying to yeah. imagine trying to download uh, stuck in the middle on, yes. on Livewire. Yeah, Steve Miller Band or no, what was it? Bob Dylan. Yeah, Bob <laughs> Dylan stuck in the middle. Stuck in the middle with you. But, so AOL was a service provider. Oh right. wow. Yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't internet service provider. That's how you got online. How do you feel? How do you feel like? How do you think they felt when they like realized they were losing the game and it was just? They like, were the top of the game for a while. They were the only yeah. game for a while. But then they, yeah. you know, just like how do you I think, fall that badly? That's such a bad fumble. Ask, like, ask Facebook. They probably didn't innovate. They probably didn't, you know, where other yeah. other things were doing. You know, Google was lurking in the shadows. So is AOL still around today? They have to be because I've seen people that have an AOL email still. Oh, that's right. Yes. And I 100% Um, judge them for it. (laughs) Well, I'm just Um, looking. I've stumbled onto uh, this is an NPR article about. Not an um, NPC, but an NPR. Yeah, NPR NPR article about. Well, this is interesting. This is about big 90s tech companies that. But you have to get close to the microphone and speak slowly if it's going to be an NPR article. But let me tell you about a company that is no longer around called CompuServe. Oh, CompuServe? there you go. CompuServe. Um, it was another ISP. Um, oh, it wow. Was, it was around, I'm looking at Prodigy, Home Not Computer the group. Information Sense Service. Not that, no, Winston, you ever heard of Prodigy? No, nah, these are foreign terms to me. It, it, well, they are from Europe. Yeah, well, yeah it's true. <laughs> but I mean, like, I don't, I don't, I've never heard of these these names or company. Just, I'm going to rattle off some more because they're yeah. fun. Alta Vista. Oh yeah, 
GeoCities. I remember that, that like too. Google Maps. GeoCities was a website building platform. So, oh, what like the hell? Anybody, we... There were so many people that had their own GeoCities page and they were full of um, MIDI songs that you couldn't turn <laughs> off. And I'll insert some, some excellent mi- yeah, yeah, MIDI music yeah. here. Yeah. Netscape. Netscape. I was going to ask if Netscape or Net Zero was on there. Yeah. RuneScape. (laughs) But yeah, so all RuneScape was fun. Netscape was a was a web browser. And what else? ICQ. ICQ. Is that like a question forum? ICQ was a competitor to. (laughs) ICQ was a competitor to AIM or Yahoo Messenger. So it was another. Oh, AIM was AOL. Yahoo Messenger was so fire because you can make those like a little animated GIF profile picture. It was cool. it was so good. You could yeah, you change your sounds for people logging in and off and stuff. Yeah. I've got that was just that that's where everybody was, so was voluntarily like getting everything to like distract. That was the beginning of the distractions. Like you yeah. you set it up, you're like, I want to be notified. Yeah, I yeah. you know I I want to know when my one friend comes on so I can hear the bloop sound that indicates that you know Winston's online. Right. No, that's I right. Do- yeah, I remember that now. I do um, remember like booting up my family computer in the evenings and just leaving it on just to, overnight. Just just because I would just you're waiting for people to come in and out to talk yeah. to. Yeah. Before <laughs> text, could get before the... texting was big, before texting was a real thing. And if and somebody that's... got on your phone, your computer was blocked. Yeah. If somebody picked up the phone line in the house, you know the computer was no longer connected. I never had that issue, but I definitely did what Tony did, where like I would boot up the computer. Here's my combo, Tony, and you you probably might have done this too. Got Yahoo Chat turns on, then I'll put on the media player. And you remember how <laughs> back in the day, the media player would play those colorful waves. The visualizations. Yeah, yeah, that was my jam. It was so cool. <laughs> I would don't, I would totally have music on just playing. And then I would just hear like when people pops in and out and then I'll message them. See, but what were you doing in the meantime? Since we didn't have something to scroll endlessly, what were you doing in your room? I was, well, I was a child, so I was definitely playing with toys. Yeah, I was like I was in elementary school, so I was definitely playing with toys, listening to music or I'll, I'll turn on the TV and watch cartoons. That's that's usually what I did. I mean, Same. you guys were definitely older at that point. I needed constant like, well, that know, was stimulation, but you didn't have yeah. an iPad. You weren't playing video games. That's true. That's interesting. So those were the early yeah, Internet service providers that Tony referenced. And yeah, that's how you got online. And that's then insane. I can't imagine living like that. <laughs> I'm so you it was, it was yeah. the future at the time man yeah it was the future nowadays if i if my stuff don't load within the first three seconds i'm just like god damn it now i gotta restart my browser <laughs> you know something right. goes wrong you're like i had to press five extra buttons what yeah, like this injustice <laughs> are you kidding me why can't it just work right yeah um, no it always it's always like that <laughs> but i was gonna say like what do you what do you think we even go from here like uh, uh, like we're so advanced like what else can we do to the internet you know what i mean you know, we we all watch the uh, the uh, what is the Apple Vision Apple goggles? Oh, yeah, what is Apple it? Vision, oh, yeah. Vision. But it's not internet based, though. I mean, I guess people were talking about Web three being a thing, like that's all blockchain and whatnot. But that's all a bunch of bullcrap. I don't think. Yeah, I'm still wondering if wearable tech and the Internet of Things. If I mean, we definitely the have the Internet of Things. Yeah, I mean, you know, and it's. But it's, I feel like that's still growing. It's just like it, it's it's still laughable to go and you bought a fridge with the Internet. And just like, what is my <laughs> what is 
get the get the fridge off the internet. It's not. I I need uh, yeah exactly. I need well, I need my Twitter outrage first thing in the morning. But also, how are we going to become the Jetsons if the fridge doesn't have the internet? You know, that's true. That's true. Well, the fridge, most fridges now have internet. Like you get those. <laughs> that's what fridges. he's saying. That's oh, and it doesn't need it. Need, yeah, it doesn't need it. it clearly, doesn't need it. Listen. It's funny. I loved the Jetsons, the cartoon as a kid, and I always joked that I was going to invent the 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 TV phone. Like I made that joke. Obviously, An I iPad? didn't pursue it. it. Well, FaceTime is, I mean, essentially oh, what it was. A TV you know? phone. Yeah, I see. Yeah, yeah because uh, that's the Jetsons. Was, and I always made that joke like, oh, I'm totally going to invent that. I, I made the joke that knowing that it would probably be invented someday, but like not. I certainly didn't envision it like FaceTime, you know, and that's totally yeah. what it is. Yeah, no, for sure. And I mean, at one point they had those, I think it's like 2012, 13. There was a trend where TV makers would constantly slap a camera on top of the TV. Yes. It was like the beginning of smart TV. And they're like, listen, you could use Skype on here. And it was just like. That was the era oh. when I was selling TVs. And yes. <laughs> oh, they had cameras? They had <laughs> give, built-in give, cameras? Give me your sales pitch, Tony. I want to buy a TV. See, now, I was not I was not a good salesman because I'd be like, hey, <laughs> listen, I'm going to tell you, it's like 200 <laughs> extra dollars and you're never going to use it. Don't buy this. <laughs> <laughs> Tony was getting paid hourly, not, not, yeah. not commissioned. He well, I was, this, listen, I was fresh out of college with a broadcasting degree and I'm going, <laughs> hey, these sharp TVs say they have a yellow pigment in them. I'm just going to let you know, that's not how the light spectrum works. <laughs> you don't need yellow in your TV. Nothing's filmed with yellow. Absolutely uh, do not buy this TV. Will I get like an extra 150 bucks if I sell it to you? Yeah. Probably. Don't buy it. Because I don't want you coming back to me and causing problems <laughs> because your picture looks like crap. Don't Tony, buy it. Tony, Tony was the opposite guy, the guy that I, uh, that that we had always run into at Radio Shack. And and I would go in there with my friend, and this was always hilarious when you get the guy who's trying to tell us that the gold-plated cables, your gold-plated RCAs have better sound than your regular RCAs. And just the go, and like, oh, yeah. yeah. That's, uh, yeah, Tony was the opposite guy. Yeah. Like, listen, I wasn't pushing the monster HDMI cables because I'm going, <laughs> right. they don't do anything different. Yeah, they're just uh, a little hilarious. thicker. <laughs> you think you think that's why Radio Shack went out of business? They weren't selling enough gold-plated cables? It's possible. Yeah. It's possible. They got into the cell phone game and they sold a bunch of little components. I mean, you could yeah. go and buy a transistor. Fun Radio Shack purchase as a prank calling youngster. Check this out. Oh, I don't even remember. Obviously, grade school went into uh, Radio Shack and you you were able to buy this thing. It was like, it looked, and again, this is back when we had like the uh not rotary phones but the phones that you know you you as you hold up your your finger this kind of phone that you could cradle on your shoulder right you yeah. know the the phone yeah. shaped phones if yeah, you will yeah. um and it was a suction cup and you could put it on the bottom of the receipt the mouthpiece that you were talking into and then that had a quarter inch jack and you could plug it into a tape recorder and this thing would tape your phone calls it was able to pick up and record a, probably got it for like six bucks at radio shack and as as an enterprising youth, you're like, I can totally make phone calls and record the prank phone calls with this thing or record whoever you wanted. That was yeah. back before. So Winston, this was back before caller ID. So you could literally pick up the phone, dial a number. And the person on the other end of the phone had no idea what who number they were calling. being called yeah. for or who yeah. it was. Right. We did the same thing, but we just used cell phones. <laughs> so before, still before caller ID was a big thing. Yeah. I have two years worth of my best friend using um, a persona that he came up with that he called himself John Snare. John what? John Snare. And as John he would Snare. announce to everybody, he'd go, this John Snare, J-O-H-N-N, 
S-N-A-R-E, like the drum. <laughs> How he introduced himself all the time. Um, I've got two years. You couldn't get that he was saying snare. That's hilarious. Uh, it's just, yeah, he just, he had to tell you, man. Yeah. So he would call on a cell phone, put it on speakerphone, and then somebody else would sit there with the recording on our cell phone and record it. And I've got, <laughs> oh, I've got man. two years worth of recordings of him, us calling the Walmart bakery at 2 a.m., complaining about they got a big sign that says fresh baked pies, but none of them are baked in store. <laughs> calling calling Best Western because you knew all the hotels were open at 2 a.m. You yeah, call right. Best Western, that you call Best person. Western and say, why y'all call Best Western y'all up in the East? <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Uh, we, uh, we'd, we'd leave messages for like the local magician that oh, would do had, like children's parties. Uh, it's just you like had a local magician. I'm not sure. We would just <laughs> you find things in the phone book to call. And it's right, just like, right. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. So uh, back in uh, this makes me think of a little bit, I guess, before that there was a uh, a tape circulating around. It was the Jerky Boys. Oh, now, yeah. The Jerky <laughs> Boys were these guys from New York, and which is like he's going to like hear the story and be like, you guys are seriously making this up. But yeah. no, these guys from New York that would call and do prank phone calls in these hilarious character voices and get people on the line. And they released this tape and they sold like tons of thousands them. that's crazy. yeah thousands yeah. i believe they probably i think they made a volume two mm-hmm. and i we're gonna need a little jerky boys history discography from tony here if we could and then and then they were able to parlay that into a movie which i never saw but as a i think seventh or eighth grader <laughs> hearing the jerky boys was like the funniest thing it was ridiculous prank phone calls that's what it makes me think of tony that we could release your friends phone calls prank phone calls from an earlier time oh, john, john snare and his shenanigans it's a good band name, by the way. They had six, six different albums. Six. 93, Jesus. 94, 96, 97. Um, These guys made enough nine, prank phone calls to fill nine, six cassette tapes. 99 and 2001 was their last one. Yeah, that's that's when Call ID came around and they were just like, all Call right, guys. ID came out before that, but you used to have to pay for it. Oh. I remember you got it, again. This is the funny little blips of, of technology that they come and go. You had to buy a separate unit that plugged into your phone. It was like a little box, you know, like yeah. small, smaller than an Apple TV, but something like that with an LCD display that when the call came in, you could see what number it was from. And I believe in some instances, like businesses, it would have their name. And so you could, you know, that was the, that was the era of now, you know, before that you had to let the answering machine get it and listen to who it was if you were going to pick up the phone. But now you can see whether or not you're going to pick up the phone. We should bring answering machine back. I feel like it's a cool thing to have. It's called voicemail. Okay. So hold on. This is a story I've been sitting on for a while that I've got to tell because you brought up an answering machine. Okay. Completely unrelated to prank calls or anything like this, but I gotta, I gotta tell it because I don't know when it'll come up again. Um, (laughs) My grandmother had an answering machine and it was an old enough answering machine that it used tapes. Oh god. So it wasn't right. it wasn't digital. Yeah. And at one point in time they used you buy like a full size blank cassette tape yeah. and put it in there. This was a little bit past that. It had these little the mini cassettes. Tiny, the mini cassettes. It's yeah. Like two inches wide. They were weird. I called my grandma's house for something. And I hear the pre-recorded message and the beep and I start talking and I start leaving this message about three seconds into me leaving this message. I hear a voice talking back to me. 
which normally you wouldn't think anything of because if somebody, a lot of people would screen calls. Right. And once and they hear you the voice, it. they could pick up. Yeah. yeah. Once you knew who you were calling, you'd pick up and then you could talk. Yeah. The person on the other line was not my grandmother. It was my great grandmother, which again, doesn't sound all that interesting because I've talked before whenever I put my arm through a class. <laughs> right. pain, it was a I knew my great grandmother. <laughs> the problem was at this point in time, my great grandmother was dead. What? what? So I start having like an existential crisis because I'm hearing my dead great grandmother talking t- to me through the phone. Like she's answering you? And I had no idea what was going on. I freaked oh, no. out. Oh, yeah. I freaked out. Um, thankfully, come out to find that the tape was just full. And instead of letting me leave a message, it decided to rewind itself and just start playing Play the back messages. Oh, that's crazy. Not, not oh, a good wow. evening for little Tony. <laughs> <laughs> it how was. Old, how old were you? Yeah, I was going to say. Uh, 10-ish. Oh, maybe. oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean. <laughs> I know oh. you got like chilled down your spine when you just yeah because it's just that. like this shouldn't be happening this shouldn't be happening oh, oh wow. man Ooh. that's insane that's scary yeah not to mention the fact that I'm pretty sure that the house that that woman lived in was haunted oh really do I want to continue haunted great grandma stories sure <laughs> yeah. um, <laughs> Her house was a duplex. So it was this old house that was supposed to be, at one point in time, two families lived, one on each side. From the time that I was cognizant and knew her, she lived in the whole house. But to go upstairs where she would keep my things always gave me a weird feeling. (laughs) And it's one of those things where it's just like, hey, I've been in other places where they were like, ah, people died here. Or, you know, I've done like haunted asylum tours and things like that. That weird feeling you get, that was the feeling I got before I knew what it was. Oh, wow. It's like something's something's weird with this upstairs and I don't like it. So me and my brother would like run to the top of our stairs, (laughs) grab what we wanted and run back down. Because we're like, we don't want to spend any time up here that we don't have to be here. Um, Then I find out years later that whether it's true or not, I don't know. (laughs) Um, I heard stories that... Before she owned the house, the family before her, somebody had died in the house. Yeah, there you go. And that before this person had died, they would see this, the lady who died had a space in the attic, was was her room. And people would be able to see her from a window out on the street. Uh Uh-huh. Sitting in the window at a vanity, she'd comb her hair. That's where, like, her makeup station stuff was. Every every good creepy story has that, right? That's it. Um... (laughs) People apparently would continue to see this lady (laughs) in the window after she died. And then years after that, again, all rumors don't know that it's true. The attic was not used for a long time. And then whenever cleaning had happened, there was a chest found upstairs with nothing but a comb in it. Don't like just bulldoze the whole house. Just get rid of it. Just no more. Jesus, man. That's crazy. And it just at the as the years go on, like the house still exists. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know that I believe in ghost really, but this kind of stuff just freaks me out. Definitely had a I freaky, would like, freaky vibe to it. Huh? Yeah. yeah. It's like, well, with the tech that we have, it's like, they got ghost hunt technology, like your EVPs and yeah, your, yeah. your right. uh, night vision cameras. It's just like, 
I just want to go to the family and go, can I just spend a night and set up some equipment and see what mm. I could see because there's something going on here. I guarantee <laughs> oh, it. Just don't cross the streams, though. Yeah, That's the most important That's part. <laughs> Sorry, having conversation with him. Haunted <laughs> Pennsylvania. Yeah. Tony's Haunted Pennsylvania Ghost Tours. Yeah. I could tell you, today. listen, there's some there's some good haunted stories from PA that I could tell you. Yeah, I almost feel like PA is so haunted though. Like well that, that's for another time. We'll we'll go we'll <laughs> we'll we'll dive into that another time. That is for another time. I'm gonna wrap it up here. Thanks for listening. Uh if you want to hear ghost stories about Pennsylvania or um if anybody else has ghost stories, let us know. You can Winston send us got an email. ghosted several times, so I'm sure he has some. Oh, we can, <laughs> we can talk all kind. Maybe we've got a ghost episode coming up. Maybe we save that, that for October. Great. Maybe we save that for spooky true. season. Maybe That's we do ghost that. We'll get a we'll get a haunted version of our opening theme too while Ooh. we're at it. Yeah. Subscribe and rate wherever you're listening. Tell a friend. Once again, a shout uh, out to Uzbekistan, who's back on the map. That's all I'm saying. Shout They're out back. To them. <laughs> They're back. But uh, you can send us an email at podcast xyz xwhyz at gmail.com. You can also visit us on Instagram at podcast xyz and our home on the web podcast xyz xwhyz dot But not threads. We're not on threads. <laughs> Won't be on there. Sorry. Oh, hate to see it. <laughs> and with that, we will see everybody in two weeks. See you, everybody. See ya.